Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another blessed episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 224. This week's message is Final Exhortation. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in uh, this week and being received of this blessful, encouraging message from the words of God. I pray that all things are going wonderfully well for everyone. And as we are winding down another week and the beginning of another day coming forth, as we are very much into this day and you've already felt out, you already sensed out what the day is going to be like. Well, my brothers and sisters, one thing I will say to you concerning that, don't read too much into your day. Don't read too much into your day. Take the day as it comes and that of the Lord. Be blessful first and first more. Be blessful for being able to witness a new day come forth. And give thanks unto God for that, being grateful. Then let your mind be upon the things that have been placed on your heart to do concerning God. And then time will be opened up from an opportunity to do that which is in desirance of that of your heart. I am working myself in these areas with these with these three things in mind. First of all, do what I'm supposed to be doing so that <clears throat> I'm not only staying focused, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Number two, so that what is needing to get done will get done. Number three, that will open up or bring up an opportunity for you to have time to do the things that you desire to do. Once again, these are three things that I'm working in my, in my life right now. One, focusing and doing what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And then two, that will allow the things that need to get done to be done. And then number three, that will hopefully and blessfully bring forth opportunity for a time to do what I desire to do. Brothers and sisters, we each and every day, we think, okay, what I got to do today with this? And we look at our schedules, we look at our agendas. But we know that in the word it says that, is, you know, that man may have many desires upon his heart, but it's the Lord that ushers his steps. Well, we know this. Okay, but we plan out our days anyway. But do we plan out our days with the hopefulness that the Lord's will will be in alignment of that of ours or our desires or what we have planned? Or do we plan out our day and say, okay, this is what I have on my agenda. This is what I have planned out today to do. Heavenly Father, be with me as I journey forth. Do we do that? Or do we just totally rely on that of God's will? Totally rely on that of his God and say, okay, I'm up today. Bless, you know, thank you, Father God, for blessing me another day. We pray. And boom, we just kind of just go through the day kind of sensing and feeling out what God is wanting us to do. So what do you do? Think about it. Think about it. And, and if you have the desire to respond to that, you can do so to me via email. It's encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. Once again, that's encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. But... I just out of curiosity would like to know, uh, with me, 
what I try to do each and every day is focus on what is at hand to do and what's on my heart to do. I do the devotional every day, so I get up, I make sure I, you know, I get myself situated to do that, you know, have a routine, you know, get up, pray, set myself up, uh, do the devotional, you know, uh, get myself situated, you know, that, you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, you know, that, get breakfast, you know, things like that. Uh, and then I just move forth on into the day. Each and every day I'm doing, each and every morning I'm doing the devotional. Now, on a day like this, on a Wednesday, I'm preparing myself, you know, same thing, but a different project, a different area of ministry. I'm doing, you know, bringing forth the podcast. So I'm trying to get myself aligned each and every day and trying to stay focused on what is on my heart to do concerning God. Do I veer sometimes? Yeah, because... Brothers and sisters, let's be honest. We we're living this thing called life, and life is 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 true. It's real. It's no joke. It's just as realistic. <laughs> it's just as realistic as the fight that you woke up this morning. Life is not play play. It is not no joke. It is not fantasy. Life is real. And with that being said. You are going to experience some things that were not planned by you. Make sure you, you catch that right there, what I said. You are going to experience some things that were not planned out by you. And I really shouldn't have to elaborate on that because you, you, you should automatically pick up on where I'm coming from with that. We... We go through each and every day thinking that it's what we do or it's what someone else does that pretty much dictate our day. It's That's not always true. We do have a hand in some things that take place and how things unfold. And, you know, also there's other people that have a hand in it. But you have a hand in what goes on in your day. God already knows what's going to take place. God knows what's going to happen on Sunday, and we haven't even gotten near Sunday yet. God knows what you're going to do, what you're not going to do. He knows how you're going to wake up. He knows the first thing that's on your mind when you wake up. He even know what your dream was going to be for that night before. So, God is not saying, oh, okay, I'm going to screw with him today. No. That's not God's plan. That, 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 that don't, he don't work like that. Okay? So you can take that out of the equation thinking that, okay, God's just messing with me. He's making it hard for me. He, you know, he this, he this, he's working against No, God is not working against you. He's not trying to make anything hard on you. Um, we do, and I have heard several people say this, and I haven't really done diligent research i'm gonna be honest and put it out there like that i have not done diligently diligently research on how actual this is but i have heard people say that the things that we go through in life is in place to help us mature to build us 
Because God is molding us. He's created us into being that of the likeness of his image and that of Christ. So that we are as brothers and sisters. He, he being the first of the likeness of that of a man. And him being the first, but we are created after that of him. So that's why you hear it says in the word that we are created in the likeness of God. Okay. <clears throat> but with that being said, we all individually have our own DNA in that of God. Let's put it that way. And we're all created to do something different in that of God. And so throughout our lives, we've been molded and shaped and we're, we're going through things to prepare us to bring out what has been instilled in us. You understand? That's just like when you go to school and you, you study for 12 years, you graduate and you may go to college for another four years or, or, or two years or six years, or, you know, depending on your profession that you're looking to get into. Once you get a job in that profession, then what happens as you begin to work those tasks that are at hand begin to pull out that knowledge that you studied all those years for you feel what I'm saying and you begin to utilize that knowledge that experience and you put it and apply it to the task so that you can get the task done well it's the same thing God has instilled in you knowledge that which is of him created in a certain way in that of him you have been gifted a gift. You have been given authority and power. You have been given power and you know over that gift, and you also have been given authority to assert that, that power for that gift to complete your assignment. So God has given you and equipped you with what you need. So as you grow and as you age, He is maturing you. He is bestowing knowledge unto you, and you are retaining that knowledge. So as you use your gift and now the knowledge that he has bestowed unto you and instilled in you, you're taking it and using it to begin to carry out that task. Okay? And, and, and that task that comes to hand is pulling out the knowledge that he's instilled in you. Amen? And, and, and it calls for that knowledge, it calls for that experience that he's instilled in you to come forth. And you can say, oh, I remember that. And then you start doing what you need to do concerning that task. So, each and everything that you endure strengthens you in that of faith. Because we have faith that strengthens you. That means that your faith grows. Because you can say, well, if I made it through that. If God blessed me to be able to make it through that, if God blessed me a way to have what I need to make it through that, then why would he not bless me a way to make it through what's going on now? So your faith has increased. Your faith is stronger. So now you have even more faith to deal with and to stand steadfast in what's going on in your life at hand right now. And so you're going to wait. You're going to be patient. Do whatever it is that you need to do to stand in faith. So it has been said that God uses these things as a way to shape us, mold us, purge us, prepare us. Uh, this day, right now for me, uh, I've been dealing with a few things this last, this last week, really. Uh, I've 
have been looking for a minute to kind of switch my phone service to another provider. Uh, and as for my own personal reasons, it has nothing to do with the service that they provide or anything like that. As far as whether it's been good or not good or have been issues with customer service, and it's, it's, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, I've had to switch for other personal reasons. And what I have done is I contemplated on doing it. And as I was contemplating on doing it, I started doing my research and looking around. I said, okay, who can I switch to? Who got, you know, going to have the plan? Who going to this and whatever, whatever. Well, I have my daughter set up with a provider. And I was able to get her set up. I got the phone through them and everything. And, you know, I'm paying the service. I'm paying for the phone. It's not a bad deal, you know. Um, but then I got to think, and I said, man, I'm paying that. Plus what I'm paying over here. Man, no, I ain't finna keep doing that. Let me see if I can consolidate that. Switch over here. Because I initially tried to get her with who I was with. But y'all can kind of relate where I'm, where I'm going with this right here. With their whole plan and the way they had things set up, I would have had to put out a, 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 a pretty considerable amount of money up front. And I just didn't see it feasible to do that. Um, so I went another route. And I'm happy and I'm, I'm content uh, for the moment on the route and what I chose, you know, to do. So much so that I'm looking to transfer myself over to that particular provider. And I have already done so. Now, here's the kicker. This is a catch to that, though. <clears throat> we all know about how some of these providers lock, you know, how the phones locked or some of them are locked, some of them are not locked, you know, so on and so on. And you can move back and forth between carriers without no issue. But some of them lock it, and they lock it so that you can't do that. See, they know what they be doing. These, these, these companies, man, <clears throat> these companies do things that are in their best interest. It's not in the interest of the customer at all. Uh, they do things that's in their best interest, and they do it. They do it because they are. <laughs> they do it because they want to remain and keep that particular type of control over the consumer, and they want to be able to dictate what you do and what you don't do. Who you use, who you don't use. When and where you can do it. So by locking your phone, they can kind of do that. And you have to go to them to get the phone unlocked. Because you need your account number. And then you need what is called a transfer pin. So once you get that information. Now you know that your phone, if you know your phone is locked, you know it's going to have to be unlocked, right? You know, I dealt with that with a particular carrier. And I'm not going go into all you know the details i'm gonna try to make this very quick um but i was unaware now I, I know about the lock and unlock whole thing like that so when i mentioned about okay so i'm, I'm gonna be good once i do this and do this it's, oh yeah you know once you transfer that over you're good because what's gonna happen is you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be non-existent in our system 
You're going to be non-existent in our systems. You're not going to be hooked up to our network. You will be connected to the to your new provider. And your phone service will be through them. Your phone will work with them. Everything that is with us will be null and void. And your phone will be transferred over there. I said, okay, so I'm going to be good. It's going to be, you know, straight. I'm going to have service. and There's going to be no lot. No, you're going to be good once you give them this information. And once they input this information in their system, then it's going to pop up on our end that that code is being used. And then that's when everything is going to be severed and be able to be switched over. I said, okay, cool. Now, I was unaware, and nor did they explain to me, and I had on talked to like three different reps. Not one said nothing. Even after I had no hint upon it, not one said not nada. But I found out, and this is how I found out, that my phone could still be possibly locked. The new provider said to me after I had them, got everything situated and set up with them, gave them in order to, the accounts number, the codes and everything, you know, the the, 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 the code off the, the, you know, the new slim card. And I don't gave them everything they needed to have. So said, okay, Mr. Bell, you should be straight and good to go. Say, uh, well, you know, do me a favor before I get off the phone with you. Go ahead and check and see if your phone, uh, if you have in service, if you can uh, connect with anyone or anything like that. And I proceeded to do so. Guess what? And... And it didn't happen. I was able to open up social media apps, but no texting, no calling, no receiving, none of that stuff like that. Not even Wi-Fi. Even matter of fact, when I tried to do the Wi-Fi, I popped up saying it gave me an error error code, and it says invalid pin. Oh, uh, not invalid pin, but invalid slim. I was like, what? And I explained to the gentleman about that. He said, Oh, yeah. He said, that right there is a, is a sign that your phone is not unlocked. That's what he automatically said. He said, your phone is not unlocked. He said, so even if they may have said that they unlocked it, he said, uh, say, even with us, we tell everybody that it usually can happen within minutes or within a couple of hours, a few hours. He said, but usually we tell everybody, give it up to 24. He said, give it 24 hours or anywhere to 48 hours. He said, worst case scenario 72 hours he said but usually within 24 hours or 48 hours you should be good to go he said but worst case scenario i've had he said i've had it had people having to wait like 72 hours uh he said so the best thing i can tell you to do he says nothing else we can do on our end he said so only thing i can tell you right now he said is just to wait you know wait that wait that amount of time he said at least wait he said Wait the 24 hours. If you don't see anything, he said, then go ahead and wait the 48 hours. He said, after that, he said, you might want to contact him and find out what's going on. Uh, he said, because you're good to go on our end. I said, okay. But even though he's telling me I'm good to go on the end, I still, you know, kind of like, eh, you know, how that is. Uh, but back and forth, back and forth with my older provider. Back and forth, back and forth. And finally the other day, I just, I mean, I called him. I'm done with it, man. I gave him a full week to get it right. And I know some of you will say, man, you was pretty patient with that. I'm going to tell you something. I have learned to be patient and to be humble. But I will be honest, in that time of being patient and humble for this particular situation, it was trying, it was challenging because uh, I rely on my phone. My phone is like, 
as some people say, attached to my hip is like my right hand man. I do a lot of things on my phone and with my phone, and I need it, you know, because I'm constantly blogging. I'm constantly doing, you know, things, creating stuff for the podcast. I'm constantly doing things for uh, the uh, the nonprofit that I got going on. So I need my phone. So yes, I was pissed, and when I finally did reach out, I was calm about it. The the, the representative I got, this guy tried me. Tried to talk over me, tried to talk around me. He just really tried. He was disrespectful. And I just blatantly just told him, I said, look, stop trying to talk over me, man. And stop trying to talk around me. I said, you know, I've, I'm very much aware of what you're saying. And I and I have knowledge. I said, so don't, don't, don't do that. I don't just know. I said, don't. <laughs> just don't. Okay. You know, and then he tried to throw shade on, you know, my other provider, my current provider. He tried to throw shade on them. You know, this, they should have known this and they should have did this and they should I said, look, dude, that's beside the point. The whole bottom line is that y'all didn't do y'all job. Y'all dropped the ball. That's really what the whole thing is right now. I said, I'm not even trying to talk about that right there. I said, regardless of whether they shouldn't have did this or did that. I said, the bottom line is that this is where we at right now. I'm on the phone with you and my phone still is not working. So... Whatever the holdup is, y'all need to get it under control so that I can move on. That's the bottom line. Well, I'm going to have to transfer you over to. So I said, dude, do what you do. Just do what you do. Feel me? Do what you do. You know? And then he tried to bring it back up. But, well, you know, if your phone is being out of, you know, has been sitting for a, a hundred, more than a hundred and something days, I said, man, look. I'm not even going back down that road with you because I told you I have had over four years of uninterrupted service with y'all. But obviously you're not listening to that. So you know what? Whatever. Just transfer me over. But that dude really, he he, he tried me. And I'm already up. I'm already pissed off and have like zero tolerance with them. So you can imagine how that conversation was but when I got to the other rep, she did, you know, she 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 was a little bit more calm to and she understood. And she tried to work with me, and she's like, "I'm gonna go ahead and do." She said, "Well, did anybody do a, a tech tick ticket for you?" I said, uh, "Excuse me." She said, "Did anybody do a tech ticket? You know, do a tech maintenance ticket?" Well, I said, "No." She said, "Okay, well, hold on a second. And then she came back. She said, well, "I'm gonna go ahead." She said, "Can you tell me, explain to me, you know, what your phone is doing?" And I told her. She said, "Okay." Uh, she said, so what's on the screen now? And I told her, and she said, okay. She said, what I'm doing is going ahead and creating a tech work ticket for you. She said, I'm going to submit that to tech support. They're going to be reaching out to you. She said, I got your email. Uh, she verified the email. She said, they're going to be reaching out to you. And then she said, give them about two hours. She said, about two hours to 24 hours. And then they're going to, what they're going to do is they're going to email you. They're going to reach out to you via that email. Uh, she said, that's why I asked for the email. She said, they're going to reach out to you via email. She said, and then they're going to shoot you a code. When they send you a code, she said, you take that code and you enter that code like they tell you to enter the code. And she said, that right there should completely unlock you and sever you from anything that's got to do with, you know, our service. And I said, okay. Um, she said, if there's anything that's holding it up or anything that's hindering, she said, that should completely sever it right there. I said, okay, no problem. I said, okay, I'll give y'all that. So 
Uh, I'm still in that waiting game right now again. Uh, it's almost 24 hours. You know, I did check it yesterday. I still haven't got the email. Uh, so I said, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna give them a, I'm gonna give them a little time. I'm gonna give them a little time. If I don't get anything, then yeah, you know, of course, you know what about to happen. Um, but my reason for going into that story and my reason for sharing that with you is that in the course of life, on the journey of that which we walk and what we live in this life as Christians. We are going to be faced with some things that are out of our control. No matter how much control we may think we have, no matter how much authority we walk in, no matter how much experience we might have, knowledge, whatever, there are going to be some things that's going to unfold that we have no control over. And we are going to have to sit and do what they say do as what is called the waiting game. Now, there are ways to quicken the procedure to make the process go quicker. And, of course, you should know by now what that is. First and foremost is that make sure you understand the process. Secondly, in understanding the process, make sure you understand your part that needs to be done of the process. The full part, not just portion. But make sure you know the full part. So when you step out and begin to do that so that that process can take place, make sure you're doing everything that is needed of you. So that you're not sitting by waiting on yourself and you're thinking, oh, well, they should have did this, they should have did that. But come to find out what was holding it up was the fact that you didn't do what you should have did completely. And so now you got nobody to be mad at but yourself because you didn't understand the full process. Okay? So, with me and my situation, I am a little upset with myself. So, my brothers and sisters... Basically, that's what I'm, 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 I'm going with this is that we have moments that we will face in life to where situations will unfold and we will find ourselves seeming like we have no control, seeming like we are just dead in the water. <clears throat> and it's, no, it's, it's, it's by no hand of yours as long as you've done what you're supposed to have been doing in that process. It's, it's, it's just that's life. You know, there's going to be some things that we're going to be in the midst of involved in doing that we're not going to have control over. We're going to have to sit and play the waiting game. We're going to have to sit and, 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 and submit to someone else or to some other entity because uh, they have control. And we have to wait for them to do what they want to, what they need to do. And sometimes, you know, it's not so much a matter can they do it or will they do it. It's a matter of when they're going to do it. Because uh, you have some of these big companies, they'll take their time doing stuff. They really will. Uh, if it doesn't benefit them, they're not going to be in a hurry. If it benefits them and they're going to get something from it, oh, man, they'll do that thing. Boom. Just like that. 
before you can even finish saying what you're saying is is done. Um, because it's benefiting them. But if it's not benefiting them, they're, they're going to drag their feet about doing it. They're going to do stuff to hinder the process sometimes. Uh, so you, you just have to be diligent on your end. Do everything you need to do. Uh, stay prayed up. And stay in contact with them. And don't let up. Just don't let up. Uh, have a backup plan. You know, as to what you're going to do if they don't do what they need to do. Have a backup plan. And make sure that you, in that backup plan, that you have it already set to go. You know, that you already have done your part in the process of what that backup plan is going to entail. So that... If you have to implement that backup plan, basically all you got to do is just present it, you know, or whatever it is that you need to do to implement it. Um, this life ain't no joke, brothers and sisters. It's no joke. And there are going to be times that you're going to have to deal with some situations like mine. And some of you probably can relate. You've already probably went through it, you know. Switching from one carrier to another, you you might have had some issues. You whether it was with the old carrier, 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 get tight, tongue tied. Whether it was with the old carrier or with the new carrier, and it could be the fact that they didn't do what they were supposed to have did, and then with the new carrier, you know, it could be that oh, you getting a phone from them and they gave maybe might have gave you the wrong phone or. The phone, you're having issues with the phone, and now you can't get them to correct the issues, or you can't get them to send you another phone, or you can't get this, you can't, it's, it's, it's always going to be something. And that's where having patience, that's where uh, living a life of humbleness and meekness will get you a long way. And I know some people say, no, you know, sometimes you got to be on top of these people. You got to, you know, you got to show them who boss and da, 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 da. Yeah, well, you know, you do have to be stern. I, I didn't say that you, you don't have to be. I didn't say that there's not a time where you're going to have to really, you know, let them know that, hey, I ain't no pushover. Um, but there's ways to go about doing that. And there's ways to go about doing it without stepping out of character, without stepping out of, you know, that in, that of the integrity that you have been walking in. Um, there's ways to do it. But. Let me inform you this right here. Be understanding to this. There's going to come a time. You can sit and say, well, you know, I ain't really never had no issues with no companies or nobody like that. You know, I've had smooth transitions whenever I try to do this or do that or whatever. That's good. That's wonderful. And I'm not trying to uh, <clears throat> curse that or anything like that. As some people will say, I'm not trying to, you know, spit any negative vibes on, on you on, on concerning that area of life. But I am saying this to you. If you have not had any issues, continue doing whatever it is that you're doing. But just be on the lookout and, and do prepare yourself for the possibility of something happening. And But if you have not had issues 
up until this point, then hey, I congratulate you, my brother or my sister, and I say well done, well done, well done, and God bless you uh, that you will be able to continue along that that road and continue to live out your life in that way where you don't have to deal with, you know, unwanted issues like that, where it it it, it concerns uh, being in that of the customer arena. Um, but applying that to life, like I said, that's basically just just me saying that as a Christian, you're going to deal with some things. It's, and it's not just with that, you know, the customer, you know, uh, the customer, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> company relationship or the client business relationship. Uh, but just your relationship with God, your relationship uh in that of with the Father and then how your life is being played out with what the devil is trying to do. Because the devil is always trying to do something to throw you off. He's always trying to to implement something in your life to hem you up. And I know a lot of people will blame stuff on, you know, it's that dang devil's always doing this, doing that. Well, <clears throat> as sometimes when it's really it's on us. We really need to just stop, take a look. You know what I'm saying? And analyze. Maybe we messed up somewhere. Maybe we did something. You know, and that might be the reason why we're going through what we're going through. Dealing with what we're dealing with. What did I mess up at? You know, so evaluate yourself before you go to shoot blank. You know, now that's not to say that the devil doesn't try to do things to trip you up. I'm not saying that. I'm not denouncing that at all. But I'm simply saying that I, I, I know that sometimes... We can do some things or not do some things. And we can throw ourselves under the bus. Or we can make things harder on ourselves, you know, because we didn't do something that we should have did. Or we didn't do something properly. Or, you know, we didn't follow through. Or maybe we followed through, but we didn't do it properly. Or maybe we didn't say something or we did say something and we did it wrong. Or whatever the case may be. So that's why... I try a lot of times, I just sit and I think to myself, did I do something wrong? Did I make a wrong move? Did the procedure that I was supposed to do, did I do everything properly? You know, I was supposed to go do this, do that, fill this out. Did I, did I do everything properly? And if I did, did I fill it out properly? Did it get submitted to the right? You know, things like that. You want to revamp and make sure that what you did, your part of the process was done and handled properly. That's why I say it pays to know the process <laughs> it pays to know the process you know if you're going to get a loan you want to know the process so that a way you can do whatever you need to do on your end to make that process go along a lot smoother a lot quicker with better results on the end that benefits you you know the same thing it's like you're going to get a car you buy a purchase you're purchasing a car so you're going to do everything you're going to find out everything about it so at the end of the day you could drive off the lot with that car not only but you drive off the lot with that car with a good deal a good warranty and all these things like that and then save money so it, it all that applies in life in every area of life so my brothers and sisters with that being said let not the things around you that unfold, let not what you face each and every day get you down, cause you to be weary in your heart, be walking with doubt, 
frustration, worration, worry, stress, and all just tensed out. You know, you depressed because of this and depressed because of that. No, don't do that to yourself. You know, the word tells us very clearly to think on blessful things. The word tells us very clearly to rejoice and rejoice again. You know, and that we are to have blessfulness and that of and that of the Lord. You know, it tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. Always rejoice. So I'm here to tell you right now, regardless of what's going on in your life, if there's any way, if there's anything that can bring happiness, if there's anything that will show you any kind of upliftness, if there's anything that can add the blessfulness and the knowledge of God unto you that can be put and presented unto you in all joyfulness of that of God, then think and look upon those things. Keep yourself focused in the goodness and blessfulness of God. And listen, I know things are going to happen that are really going to get you down, that are really going to try your patience, that are going to really upset you, really cause you to be frustrated, be in depression, be worried, be doubt. It's going to happen. We live in this thing called life, brothers and sisters. And it's real. You understand what I'm saying? It's real. But so is Jesus. So... Why not? Shit, my Why not? <laughs> Listen and follow what's real when you're living out <laughs> a real life. Understand what I'm saying? Why not listen and follow the guidance of Him who is real when you're living out a real life? You're, you're walking out. A truthful real journey So you need A real God A truthful straight up Real God There's no one else like the Lord He is perfect for this job He is perfect for this job My brothers and sisters So keep your mind steadfast on him Release all that you desire And that In the deeds of your heart in the deeds of your flesh, in the deeds of your mind, the thoughts of your minds, the desires of your heart, release it unto the Lord. Whatever deeds in that of your flesh, release it unto the Lord. Whatever thoughts in that of your mind, release it unto the Lord. Whatever, whatever desires of your heart, release it unto the Lord. And keep your mind steadfast on Him that He may keep you in perfect peace. Because you see, my brothers and sisters, there's nothing that the Lord thy God knows or does not know about you. And it's Him and only Him that is the proper and adequate person for this life's journey in being that of your God. That is the only one. There's no one else. I don't care how many life coaches you may know. I don't care how many years they may have been doing it. I don't care what kind of knowledge they may have thought they have gotten. There is no one that trumps the Lord. Hear me out what I'm saying. Bidaromashara kasite mochi bedemiaros kerama baramia city kluvasa. 
شتر لاظروم اوف ستر بیرنه شتر نای اروف بی بابودم اسیتر کلادرم او سطون اشی نایدرم اشی کلودرم واسی می شتر نوک او سکلا شمابر مایتی رمادرم ای سطونا ایدرم ایشی کلا شنای دروک ام بابم میانی اشی نود مک شتر نای دروک Blessed the O Lord thy God for the goodness and wonderfulness of that of your works, O God, in our lives. We thank you for that you have a hand over our lives, O Father God. We thank you for that our lives are an open book unto you and that you are the author. You are the author. You are the beginning and the end. You are the author, Alpha and the Omega. We know that by that of your steps, O Father God, we are blessed. We know that regardless of the plans that are upon our hearts that we have made, we know that it is that of the Lord thy God that ushers our steps. So Father God, we bow down in humbleness and meekness. He that of your desires, he that of your will, your direction. Father God, you command us. Command us, O Father God, that we do that of your will. And that as we walk out our lives, O Father God, we are blessed because you are laying upon us that of our desires. We thank you, Father God, for that we are able to be diligent in doing what is needed of us to do so that that which needs to get done can get done. But we also are thankful, Father God, that you have given unto us the opportunity to have time, O oh, Father God, to be receiveth of our desires, to walk and flow in that of our heart-filled desires. We thank you, Father God, for this blessfulness. We thank you, Father God, for your guidance, for your counseling, O oh, Father God. And I pray that my brothers and sisters be received wholesomely and heartfully, O oh Father God, unto that which is of your guidance. That they will not do anything to hinder or bind or block, O oh Father God, that which is of your guidance. I pray, O oh Father God, that they're humble in all things, O oh Father God, in their lives, O oh Father God. That they humble themselves, O oh Father God. That they have an open mind and open heart, O oh Father God. So that they can perceive, receive, and be able to walk out, O oh Father God, that which is of your word, O oh Father God. We thank you, Father God, for that the strongness of your word goes forth and it does not come back unto you void. So we know that we can rely on that which is said in your word. We know that it shall be done. We can release unto you, O oh Father God, something to put for, for you to care for. And, O oh Father God, you will care for it. You will nurture us, O oh Father God, and it would be ten times fold than what we've given unto you. We know, O oh Father God, that you would take a broken situation and mend it, O oh Father God. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the blessedness of that of your hand, the works of your hand, O oh Father God, in our lives. Bless you, the room, I shada, a kiss a boat of a sack, then a look of she was in my care, said Elu. Pushapadram ek, elana ek soup, is you kushabala, vinaili, is you tamaldam, shutubava si cleave and a zunomai, lumbava si me. Shidauk mavun ednahishi. Situra vasa makin la na edrun ezit. Ovosukan nelo. 
kushala alama sidina isetevo smaipu luta mia dala masiklik nya esetodo vasinabo evisinaluk ezina shotoru basina ever vofofa basini shatai klu fusi main eldak new shotoru avosum ivran isetiklavara maik ekun eseklavi luna basa Shuto avasi kamadram it en ella ishuto alavalak nu ishi naif ishi take load avok manaiva ishi kenadarun ashuturu avasi laklani dirosara itana ishi ke ishi tola vava ishi ikul itosasa humasitira shitero vasi kla. Heavenly Father, bless the Edom Isha. Blessed the O Father God. Oh, blessed the O Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Can my seat to Vusal Bakane. Thank you, thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God. Dina Shetero Kurabasadara. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord of my side, Thank you, Jesus. Blessed the old Father God. Mm, by, the, by the might of your spirit, by the blessedness of Father God and that of your might, it is done. Not by my might, O Father God, by that of yours. Not in any that of my spirit, O Father God, but in that of your spirit, it is done. Lord of my shalaki. In the blessed or glorious name of Jesus. In my shetero. Amen. 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 Final exhortation. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. You know, those are some pretty, uh, those are some pretty powerful words of encouragement. Uh, you know, Philippians in that area is it, it, it brings about some serious uh, uplifting of encouragement in those words because he's basically saying, don't worry about what's going on around you. Don't worry about what's unfolding or about to unfold uh, or has unfolded. Don't worry about what the other person's doing. If there's anything, anything, he says, anything that is true, that is noble, that is right, pure, lovely, 
admirable, anything that is excellent or praiseworthy. Think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or even seen in me, put it into practice. He's in, in, in the God of peace will be with you. So he's basically saying rely on what you have learned in that of God's word. And those who are living out his word. Those who are being doers in his word. That's basically what he is saying. He's saying don't put your focus. Don't, don't pay no never mind to those who are not living in that of God. Or the things that may not be that of God that you are in suffering or oppression under. But think of those things that are blessful. Pay attention to those who are living in that of God. And, and speak the goodness in, in, uh, of that of God's word. And those who are doers. Say, put your thought in those things. Let your heart rest there. In the midst of whatever it is that you're going through. And, and he says it because he knows that in doing that, that will be enough to uplift you, my brothers and sisters. That will be enough to carry you in that of the enjoying and blessfulness of endurance that Christ has. And that he displayed in all that time that he was challenged. All those times that he was presented with opportunity to sway opposition, suffering, Christ himself endured because he had that enduring strength. So that same enduring strength, my brothers and sisters, can be found in these things that he's sitting here saying. That he's sitting here saying, he says, finally, brothers and sisters, finally. That's all I don't just say it. Finally. Whatever is true. Whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. You know, that made me think about what that the Lord our God Christ Jesus has gone through and what he went through in that of his ministry walk. And a lot of you don't think about it like this, but the story, you know, that we hear about about Jesus, the the predictions or everything that you've heard. You know about Jesus, you know the word, the testimony, all these things that you heard about Jesus. They are there and written for us to read and for us to take hold of and, and, and meditate upon our hearts. Because it offers unto us that edifyingness of encouragement, that uplifting, as well as that motivation. To not just encourage us, but to motivate us to continue to keep going forth. And then along with those things, we are being instilled with the knowledgeable wisdom of God. And that's the reason why I took up what I did because of what God showed me. And he showed me how important it was to encourage everybody each and every day. And 
that's what really got me right there. Because I started thinking about what I go through, what I've been through, the things that I face each and every day. And then God started showing me some of those things. And he started showing me what others go through because he started making me a part of their, of, 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 of their lives. He started including me in their lives. They started coming to me and talking to me about things that are going on in their lives. I didn't ask for anything. People would just come to me and just start talking about stuff. And I'm like, okay, this person sitting here telling me their private business. Like, you know, I wasn't going to just get up and walk out. Because I sensed in my heart that there was a reason for that person doing what they were doing. It was a reason that they were coming to me and telling me what they were telling me. There was a purpose behind it. Because God was using me to encourage that person. God was using me to speak a word to that person of not just encouragement, not just edifying, not just to build that person up and stabilize them and, 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 and show things unto them that would mobilize motivation, but also instilling the knowledgeable wisdom of God. And revealing unto them who they are. I remember telling someone that this was a co-worker years ago. And this person had some things going on at home and with the relative and with other, you know, parties involved. And this person found themselves in the midst of this. And they found themselves offering help and and, and, and being of service to this particular family member. And, you know, it was very trying unto them. It was very heavy upon them. You know, they were, they were being weary. They were, you know, they were tired. They were, they just was at wit's end. And they was beginning to wonder, why am I doing this? What, for what purpose is this? Do I need to be doing this? I, you know what? I, I, I can't do this. I just, I, that, you know, it was just so much. And at that moment that me and that person was talking, The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, tell this person that the reason why they're going through, the reason why they're experiencing all this, what they're experiencing, is because they are strong. They're strong enough to handle it. And the Holy Spirit showed me and said, mention this to them. And I did, and I mentioned it to them. I said, you know what? I say the reason why you are going through what you're going through, the reason why it's you and nobody else, is because you are strong. You are strong-minded, and you have the spirit in that of you. You have the strength of the Lord in you. You have that gift that God has bestowed unto you to be able to deal with this particular type of situation. I say think about it. I say although it may be a little bit, and you may feel like you're being a little overwhelmed. And I, I, I say the overwhelmness is only because you haven't come to an embracement yet of what God has laid upon you as far as your gift, your strength that you have, and authority that you have. Once you understand that and you receive that, then that overwhelmness will go away. I say, but... What is going on with you right now is that you are able to deal with this. I say you haven't freaked out. I say you haven't fell out. You ain't lost your mind. I say you've been able to handle everything on point. Boom, boom, boom. She's like, yeah, yeah. 
I say that reason for that is because you you have the strength to be able to deal with it. And God knew that you were able to deal with it. That's the reason why he allowed that to be head upon your shoulders. That's the reason why you inherited that. It's because you have the strength to deal with it. And God is giving you the know-how on what to do each and every step along the way. I say, everything that you have done, I say, do you think that you knew that all along? Do you think you have? I say, and just not, I say, everything, and see, my brothers and sisters, that goes back to what I said earlier. God molds us, purges us, and instills unto us. He has bestowed unto us that which is of him himself and not only that the gift that we have is part of him and not only that as we go and we read his word and that what we read and what we receive and revelations and all those things come and they are instilled in us and then it comes to a head to where the task at hand and once we realize there's a task and that task will begin to pull out that knowledge out of us it will begin to pull out that 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 that, that do how that know how. It will begin to pull that out of us, and then we start doing things that we never thought that we could do. We start saying things that we never thought would come out of our mouths. We know knowledge of things that we never thought that we would even have a, a inkling of a clue about. And then we can tell and discerning that it's not us speaking, but it's the Spirit of God. And see, my brothers and sisters, once you understand that. Once you have experienced that awakening, oh my God, it's a blessful thing. And you're not going to want to go back from it. You're not going to want to say, oh man, I don't want to have... Now, now, I will say there's going to be some moments where it's going to be a little bit kind of... It's going to be a little bit kind of much for you. But you got to continue to keep having an open mind and open heart. Don't close yourself off. Keep your mind and heart open. As you continue on, so once you once you have once you have reached and achieved that woke moment in that of your spirit, don't close yourself down. Don't close yourself down. Don't close yourself off to that knowledge and that guidance of God, because it, 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 it's, it's going to be even more hard for you to be able to walk in that what God has bestowed you. And not only that, it's just going to be really a very heavily confusing unto you. But if you stay woke, and in other words, you keep your mind and your heart open and joyfulness in your spirit, God will help you through. He really, truly will. He will help you through it. And, and you will see things and you will experience things. You will have thoughts come to you that of, of knowledge that you never could imagine. And you will speak on some things and you will be like, did I just say that? You know, you'll, you'll do that double take on it because you're going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. But then more you do it, it's just going to be like normal to you. You won't hesitate. You won't, you know, tarry nothing. You'll just keep spitting that knowledge, spitting that knowledge. And you'll be able to discern and you'll be able to hear what needs to be said. And then you just say it. You just speak it. You just do it. I've had some moments where I didn't know what to do. And I 
I'm telling you, I've had people tell me some things, man, and I just, I, I'm standing there like, <laughs> you know, like a deer in the headlights because I'm like, first of all, why are you telling me this? And secondly, what am I supposed to do? You know, like, but I, I quickly realized that it was God that was aligning these people across my path. Because I started paying attention that some of these people were crossing my path and, 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 and they were telling me certain things and they were sharing their experiences and, you know, and I would say some things to them and I was this and that and they, when they, you know, when they will acknowledge it and this and then they think I know I didn't see them anymore. Or if I seen them again, they'd be like, man, you know, everything going good because I had one young lady that I used to work with. She had some issues going on with her between her and her dad, her biological dad. And it was just to the point where they weren't talking. I mean, they weren't talking, weren't having nothing to do with each other, nothing. And she confided in me about it, and I didn't say anything to nobody. I just kept it between me, her, and God. You know, and I prayed about it. And every time when, you know, we would work the same shift together, we would talk. She would share some things with me, and I would... Tell her whatever came to my heart to tell her. I would tell her. And she was like, you know what? She said, I sense more in you as you being my dad than as my actual dad being my dad. She actually said that to me one day. And I just looked at her like, okay. I was like, no, uh-uh, don't do that. I said, do not refer to me as your dad. She's like, well, I'm serious. She said, because you just, she said, you, you are really addressing some things. She said, in a way and in an authority that you are seeing things and addressing things. She said, you just, she said, that is very authoritative and very just caring and nurturing. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, thank you, but still, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't address me as your dad. That's because you have a dad, and I'm not trying to take the place of that. As you have a dad, as you have the opportunity to straighten, you know, whatever's going on between you and that, you know, between him, you have an opportunity to straighten that out. And you know, and I, I spoke some things to, I said some things to that were on my heart to say, and but I will say that we did, we 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 grew close as a friendship and I did look at her as my spiritual daughter and she would call me her spiritual dad and there's a lot of times she would say oh that's my dad that's my dad and I and I finally one day I said remember what I said I said don't I said because people are looking at you like I don't care <laughs> I said I understand you don't care I said but let's do this the proper way I said if you feel that way about me then just call me your spiritual your spiritual father and she looked at me and she said She's like, okay, yeah, I that word. Cause man, I'm telling you, boy, that put me in a hot seat, bro. I, 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 I've never been in a position like that, and I'm telling you, you will never know how you will respond, how you will react, what, how you will conduct yourself or carry yourself moving forward until you are put in a situation. And then when you put in that situation, and then that's when you can really determine or really can say, okay, this is this and that. Because to just speak on how you would act, that's you, you can't really do that. You can say, well, I will try to do this and I will try to do that. But once you're in the midst of that, 
you you can't really say that that is what you'll do. You're gonna do what comes to your to comes to your mind, what is laid upon your heart at that moment to do. Uh, but that was an experience for me, and I will honestly say that that was a growing moment for me. That was a growing point in my life. That was a, a, a change, a switchover for me, a mature moment, a, a humbling moment for me. And I will not forget that. And I know that person hasn't forgotten it. Um, and my prayers are that wherever that person may be, that all things are continuously going well with them, that they're living a glorious and blessed life that they desire, and that God is truly having a hand in their lives and that they're allowing God to do so. That they are keeping their mind steadfast on that of, of, of the Lord and then God is working in blessedness in that of their lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. But my brothers and sisters, I still have moments like that that come along. And right now, I'm just, like I said, I'm just trying to do what is that of, you know, God upon my heart to do. And, you know, and hopefully as time continues on, that we will be doing more and more blessed things in that of God. Amen. Uh, but until then, we will just keep pushing and keep pressing, you know, to do the things that is laid upon my heart to do. Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, that was a notification letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show where it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought for this week. The spiritual food for thought for this week is as follows. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Once again, the spiritual food for thought for this week. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. My brothers and sisters, that is a spiritual food for thought to truly allow to meditate, just really truly just meditate upon your heart and and. and bring joyfulness to your spirit because in this day and time that we're living there's so much going on there's so much coming down the pipeline as they say unfolding second by second every day but in the midst of all this uncertainty of change this 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 change of uncertainty in the midst of all that my brothers and sisters as it says here in Philippians, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now, 
if you allow this scripture to truly resonate on you, to truly sit in that of your spirit and be so joyfulness in that of your heart, you will find yourself really in the midst of everything that's going on, you will find yourself rejoicing. You will find yourself rejoicing because at the beginning of the message, what what is it said? It says rejoice in the Lord always. And it says, I will say it again. Rejoice. <laughs> he said rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Let the, that the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transitions all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So my brothers and sisters, take heed of what is said. Allow yourself to think on such things as I have mentioned. Stay focused in those things that you may be in joyfulness, that you may be able to rejoice. Rejoice in, the, in, 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 in that of the Lord and, and complete the rejoice in that of the Lord. Build up your joyfulness in that of the Lord. Amen? Jesus. Some of all parts quoted for this week's message is quoted from Philippians 4, 4 through 9, found in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts are quoted from Philippians 4, 4 through 9, in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can find us over on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. Once again, that's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. As encouragement daily blog. My brothers and sisters, if you are someone who listens more to audio and you really have gotten into listening to podcasts and you know it kind of works out for you in that of your busy schedule throughout the day, then you're in luck. Or should I say, you're about to be blessed. I really don't like to use that word luck. Uh but you're about to be blessed. Because if you go over onto anchor.fm, go ahead and pull that up. Get yourself situated over there, you know, get yourself rooted in there, get your, you know, get your account started. It costs you absolutely nothing but a few minutes of your time. You know, get yourself situated and go ahead and get set up with those notifications so that you can receive a notification every time a new episode comes forth. And you will be able to listen in on each week's podcast. My brothers and sisters, you will not regret it. It will be food for thought not only, but you will be blessed and you will be filled in that of your spirit. And your heart will rejoice because you have been obedient to do this one thing that can further the blessings in your life. Amen. So. Until next time we come together, my brothers and sisters, I pray all things are going well with you now and continually will do so. And as the rest of this day come forth, that it will be blessed unto you, joyous and safe. And as the rest of the week follows behind, that it will be most so in that of the Lord. And until next time we come together for this encouraging fellowship, my brothers and sisters, keep your heads up, continue to press forward, and don't give up. Amen? Do not give up. God bless you. And may the blessings of the Lord be with you.
In Jesus' name, amen.